everyone, this is Jennifer Dono for a members-only Monday daily video here on YFELive.com. They're Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Members-only Monday is really where we talk strictly about young female entrepreneurs. We highlight some of the people that are in the community that are doing really cool things. And the way that we find out about that is primarily through email. You guys are emailing us, telling us about what's going on in your life through Instagram. Make sure that you follow YFE at Instagram.com forward slash YF Entrepreneur. I do my best to make sure that we follow back because that's a great way for us to find out what's going on in your life. And then of course through Facebook and Twitter and all of that other fun stuff. So anyway, getting started, a couple things that are not necessarily related but I just had to point out. Um, going through today's headlines, I noticed that Ace Hotel, really, really sad. So Ace Hotel, is this um, kind of a hot spot type of a place that's out here in the Seattle area and now expanded into Portland and across the world really but the headline reads Ace Hotel chain co-founder dies in London at 47 I just thought that was so sad and it's you know the reason for for death hasn't been announced um but he's someone that started Rudy's in Seattle, which is a very popular haircutting place. And like I said, um, the uh, the Ace Hotel chain is a very popular one. It's one that's very trendy, and he's kind of, you know, he's definitely a hall a hallmark in our city as far as that hipster movement. And so it's just a reminder to me personally that life is short, and um, to not push things off until later because forty seven is just so young. So anyway, um, very sad to hear that but apart from Ace Hotel one other little piece of news that isn't necessarily um, members only driven but still very interesting I thought uh, was the it's noticed it's noted in ad week and this has been something that's been going on in the YouTube community for some time that ad week announces YouTube is now much safer for brands uh, which I thought was funny because um there's a very different vibe going on on YouTube by YouTubers of actually what's happening on there. So it says, update to comments should make engaging more comfortable. Um, is that true? It's supposed to eliminate an, uh, the amount of trolls that were happening online. I don't know how many of you young female entrepreneurs participate in YouTube, but I found it to be a fantastic marketing um, space for our businesses. When we were in shared web hosting, what we would do early on um, in 2008 or so, we started putting up tutorials of things that were that our web hosting members needed anyway. And so we put them up on YouTube and people would find out about them and then begin to use our service because they appreciated the tutorial and they got to know us a little bit. And so I think it's a fantastic space to be in no matter what. And yeah, trolls happen online and there's different ways to handle it. Um, but the what's happening on YouTube, like I was saying, is very different. So these these actual YouTubers, the people that are like, you know, vloggers, bloggers type of a thing where they've made a living off of um, putting their lives up on YouTube, they're frustrated. And a common thing is that now what's happening is that the comments on YouTube are connected to Google+. Plus. So you have to have a Google Plus account. And the idea there is that if you're on Google+, Plus, you're a real person and you, you're putting your identity out there. But that's not necessarily what's happening. What's happening is that um, these comments are coming in and uh, you can create a Google Plus profile as one of the popular vlogs that's up there is saying that you can create a, a profile where your name is Hitler and someone bans you on the comments and you just create another profile using the same profile image, the same name, 
and you can then go up because that's what something that's what Google Plus allows you to do. Whereas previously the YouTube comment system was that if you were banned under that username you couldn't come back under that username. And so that was something that protected um, the vlogger, the the content creator. And so there's some uh, areas that still need to be ironed out, but I just thought it was interesting that Adweek is saying, "Okay, the water's the water's nice and safe. Everyone come in all you brands." Um I still think Video is just an amazing platform for brands to be able to communicate their mission. And I know a lot of people are self-hosting, but I think there's definitely some merit in putting it out there and letting some discussion happen around your brand, whether it's good or it's bad, as we've seen in the last week in some of our discussion with some of the brands that are coming out with videos. So with that being said, let's get into some of the discussion around young female entrepreneurs. And I wanted to check in in the chat and say hello to at the Stacey Harris and hello at Jess Estrada. Oh gosh, Jess Estrada is going to be on YFE Chat Live soon and you guys are going to absolutely love her. She's such a great resource. So um, with that being said, Forbes came out with an article about Jessica Alba, who is a young female entrepreneur. She is a, a, um, a founder in that honest company. And uh, she's someone that I've been following for some time on Instagram and just through um, the different articles that come out about her because she has kind of a tie in on both sides of my life with, you know, motherhood and kind of the lifestyle brand type aspect of Jessica Alba and also the entrepreneur side of her and not to mention the movie star. So as this is coming out, the title is Jessica Alba. Let me put this out so that you can all see. Jessica Alba's triple bottom line startup raises $25 million. Now, Jessica Alba is not actually quoted in this article. Um, I believe she has two co-founders, one original co-founder, and I, sh- I don't know if she brought um, the second one on as a, a founder or the third one on as a founder or not, but the article kind of walks you through the startup and what it's been able to do. But this 25 million round is supposed to actually, it's really interesting. I didn't know this about Honest Company, and I've honestly never purchased any of their products before. I definitely should check it out, though, because it's a great mission. And they say it's a triple bottom line um, company, if you guys don't know about that. What that basically is saying that rather than just taking um, expenses minus uh, what you bring in to create that profit line, there's two other things people care about, not just profit. They care about the environment and people. And so um, the idea of sustainability and treating people well is in there. So it's a for-profit venture that cares about more than just the profit. Um, so what they're doing with this $25 million is essentially expanding into other areas, uh, UK, um, and there was one other market that they were getting into, let me see, Australia too. So really interesting, they're really trying to take a big piece of the market, and the reason why they say this, um, I forget what his name is, but he's quoted in this, but the reason why they're trying to take more of the market is not only because of the profit line like they were saying, but also because in order to really impact the environment and to impact the people that are creating these products, they really need to take up more of the market in order to do that. So that's one of the reasons why they're doing this $25 million round, and they've raised money in the past as well. So what this is doing apart from that is also creating additional distribution centers, and they're getting into um, other product, product categories, and one of them is listed here as being mattresses. Really interesting stuff. So apart from that, um, one of the, the things that they list in this article is the baby to baby, which we covered last week too, is the idea that they donate money, um, some of their profits to that organization that helps 
uh, families in need. And this is a fantastic article, and I'll make sure that I include this in the link. And for those of you in the chat, I'll copy and paste it right now so you can check it out because I just thought it was really interesting. All right, and then yes, at the Stacey Harris is saying that she spoke over the weekend. At the Stacey Harris is my co-host for YFE Chat, for those of you that are watching. She's fantastic, and we actually have an article coming out or a little post from her about her podcast that happens. It comes out every Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll be running that on youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com, so very excited about that. But Stacey's talking about how she um, spoke this weekend. It was fun because I followed her on Twitter, and so I actually get to find out about that kind of thing. So make sure that you guys follow us so that I can follow you back or um, chat in where I can follow you, that type of a thing, and I'll be sure to do so. So really interesting about Jessica Alba, a second YFE that I wanted to uh, go over that is a, a celebrity is Ashley Olsen. So Women's Wear Daily reported today that CFDA elects new board members. So CFDA is a Council of Fashion Designers of America, and the only reason why I know about this, <laughs> you guys are going to think I'm such a goober. Um, is because of Mark Echo's Unlabel. Hopefully you guys have all checked it out. I've talked about it a couple times on um, the different platforms that YFE participates in. Um, but this is a really big deal to be on the board. And so Mark Echo talks about how, in his book, how it was a big deal when he uh, first joined and then he realized once he was in that the real power wasn't necessarily in just the members, but being in the board and being in a space of influence. And so he made a big deal about getting on it. And so uh, one of the people that is actually a new board member is a young female entrepreneur, Ashley Olson. So that's interesting. She's young. Uh, she has fresh ideas. And it'll be really interesting to see what comes of that. Because basically what that's happening, what what um, the CFDA, did I say that right? CFDA, what they do is that it's a council of designers. They come together and they, they're able to talk about what's going on, um, not only as far as innovating design, but also what's going on as far as, you know, the different practices of manufacturing, the clothing distribution and that type of a thing. So very exciting for her. Congratulations. It's just great um, motivation as far as um, if you're a young female who's into um fashion or no matter what industry, I think it's a great reminder to get involved in um, the different organizations that are out there and um, politics, uh, making sure that your industry is the regulations that are happening around it too are in your best interest and in the best interest of your customers. Uh, so I think it's a great reminder to get involved. And Jess Estrada is saying that she just picked up Unlabel and that uh, Stacey Harris at the Stacey Harris is uh, excited to read it. It really is such a good book, and I was very pleasantly surprised um, by how good it was. So really cool. So um, a couple things before I get into some other. Uh, oh, one more thing. Another celebrity. So sorry. Uh, I really like following celebrities, and when I compare it with young female entrepreneurs, it makes me feel a little less guilty. <laughs> so. Harper's Bazaar came out with the list uh, from Kate Hudson, what she loves. And I love the idea that she brought in um, her her company into this list. So as co-founder, it says uh, one of the things that she loves is being Jim Chic. So as co-founder of the personalized active wear website, Fable Ticks, is that how you pronounce it? Really cool because I remember something coming out about this fashion line, um, but I honestly just completely forgot that she is considered a young female entrepreneur. And I love Kate Hudson. I don't know about you guys, but I think she's so fun. Um, and she's definitely someone that is multi-talented. So 
this is cool that she's able to bring in her passion and her notoriety and really push this forward. And you know what I think is really interesting as far as reminders go when it comes to being a celebrity and being able to start companies like Jessica Alba or Kate Hudson is that a lot of us tend to use that excuse that, oh, well, she's Kate Hudson or she is Jessica Alba and she has all of this, um, she has influence and she has connections. But that's something that all of us can create today with social media. Um, and networking, all the organizations that are involved, getting involved on like we were talking about being a board member on things and being present on social media and networking with other people. Influence and, um, and notoriety, um, those things can be achieved by anyone. So I think it's, you know, as far as, you know, it feeling as it's unattainable, I don't think it really is. It's, it should be, I think of it as a great reminder to just go for things. So, uh, some cool things to finish up with what's going on in the community. At The Champagne Diet, if you guys follow her on Instagram, she is the most fun right now because she's actually in Paris. She wrote a book called Sparkle, and she's doing a little book tour over there, and her pictures have been so much fun because she's basically sharing her little whirlwind trip, and there's a lot of sparkle, there's a lot of champagne, there's a lot of Eiffel Tower, and these type of things are so much fun for me to look through. But her mission is a big one, so hopefully you guys can check it out. She's at instagram.com forward slash the champagne diet. Um, and that's not exactly what it is that she talks about. But another one is at Schmittastic. Uh, I'm sure a number of you follow her on YouTube. She has a channel called Savvy Sexy Social. And she talks about social media and all that fun stuff. Um, but, uh, and I actually, um, I followed her for some time, but I started looking more into her when she actually was on um, Twit on YouTube, This Week in YouTube. I like Twit, and that's one of the shows I enjoy watching because it's entertaining. Um, but she, in her Instagram picture, just announced that she's doing her 200th video. So it's a very big milestone. Congratulations to her. And then, of course, Intern Queen is another one I love following on Instagram. She said today uh, that November is National Career Month. So very exciting, great opportunity for her to market her business. Um, intern Queen is an author, um, but she also, if you go to internqueen.com, if you're looking for an intern, I used her for my fall quarter intern. Um, it was amazing. It was like $100 and it's for three months and you can post one position. But I had the first day 20 applicants that were all high quality, great resumes, easy process for, for looking over all of them. And it was also a great branding opportunity for me too because I was able to put young female entrepreneurs out there for all these college women to look at. And she's done such a great job because it's not just an intern board. It's a community of young women who are looking to get ahead. And I just, I think she's fantastic. We've had her on YFE Chat Live in the past. You guys can Google her. She's up on YouTube. And then finally, make sure that you sign up for yfe.me forward slash mailed it. Because we have a lot of really fun stuff coming up in December. And one of them is our um, Love Actually watch party. One of the things I love about YFE is that it's not, it's casual, it's not you show up and network and you get leads, that kind of a thing. It's, for me, it's always been more about, <laughs> this sounds really silly, <laughs> but for me, it's been more about finding friends. <laughs> when On my baby shower, we went around and said, you know, how do you know Jen? And everyone that was sitting there was like, Jen stalked me online. We found, like, I just enjoy people that have things that are common interests of mine, which is business and, like, business. 
So um, it's just been fun to meet people that way. So this is a common interest for young female entrepreneurs. Love actually chick flicks, rom-coms, whatever you want to call them. And so December 8th, Sunday, December 8th, we're going to have a lazy Sunday. And we're going to do these once a month. And it's at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. So grab a mimosa. Um, or if you're not drinking right now, you can do tea and chocolate biscuit and keep it very, like, themed. And then we'll be on Instagram before, during, and after. And then we'll, of course, be on Twitter and talk about the movie. And we can all be working and having a lazy Sunday watching Love Actually together and meeting fellow young female entrepreneurs. So really excited about that. Thank you all for showing up live. Again, make sure that you sign up for yfe.me forward slash mailed it. I'll be on the chat in just a second. Otherwise, I hope to see you here Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll have guests. We'll talk about other things tomorrow. Let's try it Tuesday. So show up there at yfelive.com. Thank you so much for watching.